Welcome to Confessions of a Homemaker, a podcast where I talk about the real and raw things in the light of biblical truths. Like, can we just grab all of these things that people want to talk about and let's just grab a seat at the table, or in this case, the mic, and let's let's talk about it. So, pre-warning, it's going to get salty, <laughs> it's going to get real, and that's okay. So whatever you need to do, buckle up and let's do it. Hi, I'm your host, Haley Lindbergh. Welcome here, beautiful. I'm so excited to be talking about what we're going to be talking about today. But before we get to me introducing you on what we're talking about today, I would like to just ask for grace and patience as I fumble my way and learn this podcasting thing. I am just jumping out in faith, (laughs) walking on the water here. I don't know what I'm doing. So if you would please be patient with me. Um, I'm still trying to pick like an intro and an outro, like music that I like. And anyway, so please be patient and give me grace. I am the vine you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him produces much fruit because you can do nothing without me. If anyone does not remain in me, he is thrown aside like a branch and he withers. They gather them, throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you want and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, that you produce much fruit and produce to be my disciples. John 14, sorry, 15, 5 through 8. So other translations will say abide. Um, So like the one who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. So um, my version just says, remain in me. So that is John 15, 5 through 8. Hello, hello, hello. So this episode is very, very special to me because um, I'm just excited to talk about it. So a little background on me with motherhood. Um... My pregnancy with my oldest, I had depression, and we had a very traumatic labor, and I had postpartum depression, so I did not heal from that until he was about eight to nine months old with biblical counseling and medication, and from that point on, because I had clarity of mind and I was no longer in that dark place, like the Lord really started to work on me. And one of the things that, um, was really upsetting for me was that I was a Christian in love with the Lord before I became a a mother. And I was so distraught that I had lost that time with him I didn't know where to fit him in and and I was like I held like this grudge toward my motherhood because I was like you know I don't have time for you and you are more important 
and um, just lots of stuff I had to work through with the Holy Spirit on that one. So, anyway, um, it wasn't until I had, honestly, once I had balance, <laughs> I had my second, this is so funny, I had more balance and structure once I had my second baby than when I had my first one. <gasps> so funny. So, I... Um, was doing, I remember it very vividly because I just heard the Holy Spirit. Um, I had made this, plan, had made this plan. Um, Victoria was a newborn and, and Elliot was two and he was nonverbal at the time. So he couldn't really talk. And, um, I like set, you know, and I had spent almost two years trying to you know, consistently have this alone time with the Lord and I could just never make it consistent. And, um, so I remember very, very, very vivid. Victoria was a newborn and she was taking her first, uh, her first nap. Elliot was still asleep. And so I get out this Bible study and I'm like so excited and I'm like getting ready to do it. And I hear Elliot's little pitter patter feet hit the floor and he's coming down the hallway and, Y'all, I was just filled immediately with just this anger because I'm like, you are supposed to be awake, like asleep. You are not supposed to be awake. I just want to be in the word alone in the quiet with my coffee. Like I was so upset and right in that moment. I literally picked Elliot up and he put his head on me and I remember the Holy Spirit saying, you are angry that you are a mom. And when that hit me, I immediately started crying and I was like, holy crap, like you searched me and I didn't even, wasn't even aware that that's like what I was feeling. And, you know, and then I had this other kid, you know, like I had two kids now and I just felt like, you know, I don't know, like I just wasn't okay with him being on the back burner. But at the same time, I was so exhausted. I didn't know where to fit him in. So this is important. Abiding in Christ when you have littles is everything, guys. I had been told by several moms and other Christians that, um, you know, you can just, I don't know, like Jesus was like an accent, like, like the necklace that you put on once you're done getting ready. And I, I was like, no, like I need Jesus to function. Like I need, I need to, and that's what it was, was I had to learn that in the season of littles, abiding in Christ looks different in every season that you're in. And when you have little ones, that could mean that in the quiet stillness of the night when you're nursing your baby or, you know, feeding them a bottle, that you, you know, when you're tired and you just don't want to do this again, you just start praising him for this baby and you just start praying and 
that that's that's abiding in Christ. Um, another helpful thing is podcasts. Um, that really really helped me when my kids were both mobile and <sighs> not napping anymore. Um, to turn that on. Um, another great tool is the audio Bible. I still do that. Um, when I'm cooking breakfast or washing dishes, I will turn, um, you know, a couple chapters on from the audio Bible on the version app and just listen, um, listening to Christian radio or music. So there's like radio use, super book radio, um, K love local Christian radio stations, wherever you live, um, you can Google them, but, um, or YouTube, I'll just put on like kids worship music or my worship music songs that I like. Um, and for me, that makes me like not a crazy person. So it's just so important because we need, we need the Lord. We need him to, to function. And it's just really easy to get into the mindset of, you know, well, if I can't, and, and I've been there, if I can't sit and have, you know, this time with the Lord that I used to have before I became a mom, and now it looks different, and I don't want to do it that way because I don't genuinely feel like I'm spending time with Him, or I don't genuinely feel like I'm studying the Word, or I'm, you know, whatever. I went there. I've been there. I've said those things. And what I can say to that is that abiding in Christ looks different in every season. And this is not a works-based faith. So you're not going to get brownie points with Jesus because you did Bible study every single day. That's not how it works. It's a relationship. He wants you to want to spend time with him. He wants you to want to pray and talk to him. He wants you to want to do everything as unto him. And everything that you do is serving him and loving him. And um, that is hard work when you have little ones. But it's the best hard work. And the thing is, is you have to be very intentional. You have to on purpose. When you have a negative thought. Like, oh my god, kids suck. Or, you know, man, oh my lord, you want a snack again? Like, you just had like three freaking fruit snacks, dude. You know? Like, it's okay to snap like that, but then you have to, like, stop and be like, okay, I'm sorry for snapping, and, you know, especially, you know, five and under, those are the hard training years, and correcting, and it's very, very exhausting, but that is hard work, and, and the Lord honors that, because He's with us in the, in, in our job, and, it's worth it and we have to be very intentional and strategic on how we're going to you know 
put him in our day somehow. And, you know, that could be praying at while you're doing dishes. That could be praying while you're folding laundry. Um, I actually started doing this thing where I cook the kids breakfast and I feed them. And then I sit down at the table with my coffee and I read some tor- some some portion of scripture that I'm in out loud. And I love that because it not only helps set the atmosphere for the day, but I am I am literally reading the living word of God out and over my children and out and over my home and out and over myself. And that that's a powerful thing. Um to to do that and and that's another thing is it's it's an honor to be able to be home and to do that um that I actually have a bible that I can read in my own language to be able to do that that I have a table to sit at to do that um and it's also setting that example to my kids that this is important to me you know, um, they have not seen me do that their entire life. Um, because when I had a newborn and a two-year-old, I, at that time in my life, I didn't think I could do that. So I didn't. I, I found other ways to um, spend time with the Lord and to be encouraged and fill my cup. And now that they're getting older and more independent, thank you, Lord, it's starting to look different. And whenever they get a little bigger, it'll look different again and you know it it looks different in every season and that is okay because this is a journey this is a walk this is this is learning how to be in relationship with the Lord and you know thank God it's not a you have to check this box for God to love you and um, you know that's just I mean man what a heavy burden that would put on a a mom of littles like that would be so burdensome you know like oh I failed God because I didn't do xyz today you know no that's why his grace is sufficient and his grace is enough and every morning his mercy is new so whatever you sucked at today guess what keep trying but you also get tomorrow to start all over so, and I hold on to that promise because I have really, really hard days sometimes, and I'm sure we all do. So, um, some other tips would be, you know, get a really good, encouraging book that is going to help you walk things out. So, like a really good book I like is called Shepherding a Child's Heart. The um, by Ted Tripp, The Life-Giving Home by Sally Clarkson, Mom Moments Devotional by Sally Clarkson, <laughs> Having a Merry Spirit, um, you know, just getting a good book to read. Um, I know Risen Motherhood also has a book. Um, Audible, I have a friend that's like obsessed with Audible, you know, just feed yourself things that are of the Lord and, um, and just abide in things that are, that are holy, that are pure, that are true, that are honorable. Um, and it, it all falls into place. You know, it seems really overwhelming 
when you're in it, but guys, it's a season and, and you just, and some days you just have to tell yourself that like, you know, the fifth time the baby's gotten up, like, Lord, this is just a season. I thank you so much that, that the infancy is just a season Ugh, because I can't do this. I am so tired and I need, I need to have energy today. Please, Lord, you know, give me, give me grace. And, you know, I really feel like that was the biggest thing that the Lord wanted from me in my motherhood was just that total dependency in that area on him of like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I, I, I need you. Like, I need you to show me how to be a mom. Where in your word, how can I be a mom? What, what other Christians can, can, can come alongside me and teach me how to be a, a biblical parent, an intentional parent? Like, what tools can I use, Lord? And a really good tool is, um, I, I've heard some friends say growing kids God's way is another good one. Um, and, you know, but yes, like we, we need him and that is okay to have days where, you know, you, you pray while you're doing, you know, in between chores, because in between chores, you're serving and you're loving your family and the work that you're doing is for the Lord. So just be encouraged mama you're doing great and um just remember spending time with the lord is important and he loves you right where you're at and he's the god that sees you and he is still pursuing you and his grace is enough so tips for abiding in the lord while you have littles be honest with the Lord. Be open, raw, and real. And just be, just pour it all out. Lay it at his feet. Pour it all out. Even if you're crying in bed. <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> um, or in the shower. I've done a lot of my best praying in the shower while I'm alone. Um, two. A podcast. Three. Christian radio. Four. Audible or a good book, which Audible reads to you. Um, five, pray anywhere during dishes, laundry, in the car, wherever you can fit it in. Talking to the Lord is very, very important. Six, find a like a mom's group or a mom's Bible study or a mom's park day. Um, just really try to connect with other Christian mamas um, that are in your season so they can encourage you and um, you can glean off of one another. And seven. I'm probably getting my numbers mixed up, y'all. I'm so sorry. Find a older Christian woman and, and deliberately pray and ask the Lord. If you don't have anyone in your life, Lord, I want an older Christian woman to come into my life so she can come alongside me and I can learn from her. Um, Titus 2, we are to 
you know, the older women in the faith are to come alongside the younger in the faith and to mentor them. And, um, one of them is to teach them how to love their children. So this is something that God honors and he sees as important. So, um, he will answer your prayer and send an older woman in the faith to you to help you in your mother journey, your motherhood journey. So make sure that you are filling yourself with the word, Christian music, um, you know, that's my best tips for abiding in the Lord with littles. Thank you so much for joining me. It was so wonderful to talk about this. Please go find me on the socials. I'm on Pinterest. I am on Instagram. I am on Facebook and I have an email. Please reach out to me. I would love to hear from you. And my friend, I bless you. Be bold. Have courage. Have hope in the Lord.